Welcome to FIO on the Air, the voice of the festivals and events industry in Ontario. Please welcome our CEO and your host, Dave McNeil. Hello and welcome to FIO on the Air. I'm Dave McNeil. Judy Haber from the Performance Sponsorship is our guest today. Welcome, Judy. Thank you. So I'd like to start off a little bit about the Performance Sponsorship Group, uh, what you do, uh, what, you, what your company is all about. Well, we, we started uh, really in the business of events, um, working uh, with runs, with festivals, with televised properties. Uh, and then we uh, segued into the business of naming rights, both for cities and municipalities and towns, uh, as well as uh, providing strategy for properties on how to attract larger corporate partners. And now, 25 years later, we uh, have developed a reputation for selling, uh, pricing, packaging, and selling your property. Judy, last year at our conference, you you did a session on the naming rights, and 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 it was very well received. This year, you're coming back and doing a full day session on sponsorship in general, from the very basics right up to some advanced techniques. Is is that fair to say? Yes. Uh, this year, um, we're going to be a little bit more thorough, to say the least, and give our audience uh, an opportunity to bring their sales documents, their sales decks to the session so that we can critique them together collectively because the objective really of the full-day session is to offer the participant the tools so that they can go away and uh, be in a stronger position to attract corporate partners. And I think in this day and age with uh, government grants dwindling, I think it's fair to say, um, late response times, you know, a lot of people are starting their festival hoping they're going to get money and, and may not. So the whole idea of uh, having a, a good sponsorship or partnership base is essential to events these days. Indeed. And there is a strategy to attract corporate partners. The, the key to success is differentiating yourself. So for those of us who choose to participate in this session, uh, one of your takeaways is going to be how to differentiate yourself from everyone else who is asking that corporate sponsor for money. And, and I think it's important to, to recognize uh, the sponsor, not really as a sponsor, but as a partner, because it's what's in them for, for them as much as, as it's what's in it for your event. Absolutely, and that is the business of corporate sponsorship. It's not about you. It's about your sponsor. It's about your buyer. It has to be all about achieving their objectives, their business, their philanthropic, their community objectives. And hopefully our audience will walk away learning to think more about the buyer and less about themselves. So there is money out there still. It's it's harder to get, and it, and it takes a little bit more work to get it, but it's out there. It's not harder. Uh, it's uh, easier for those who are smarter. Uh, and as an example, when I started an event 10 years ago, uh, we were able to attract, this was an event in Toronto, uh, about $10,000 in corporate support. 
now uh, 10 years later, we're well beyond a quarter of a million. So there, it's all about momentum and it's all about being smarter uh, as a salesperson. And without giving away too much, uh, one of the things you're going to talk about is prospecting new sponsors and, and I guess maintaining old sponsors. Prospecting is a, a big piece of our business and knowing where the money is and absolutely the conversation, and I, I emphasize conversation because as much as it is a presentation, I will be encouraging dialogue. Uh, the conversation is about who has the money. It's that decision maker that you want to get to. You know, I, I know in some of my teams I used to say, yeses are great, noes are good, and maybes will kill you. If you sit back, because it's hard for some people to say no, even though in the end they know they're going to do that. I've always stressed in every session I've uh, hosted that a no is a wonderful answer. Getting to the no is really healthy. Often we are dragged along and as we get smarter in the business, we're starting to ask for the no. Is is no always a no or is no maybe I'm not talking to the right person? It depends and, and no is a good answer. And one of the things we're going to be talking about is how to prepare for objections. What are the most common objections and what will our response be for those objections? And in your session, Judy, do you sit down with, the, with an event and sort of look at their event as a whole and, and see the opportunities that perhaps they're overlooking that are valuable properties that they haven't thought about before? That is one of the exercises that we will go through is a discussion around the brand, your brand. What are you today? Are you a Ford? Are you a Cadillac? Are you family? Are you seniors? Are you youth? And what do you want to be when you grow up? And those answers are important. It's important that you know who you are because that has an impact on what corporate partners you want to court and to be part of your family. And I think it's important, and I think a lot of time, um, a lot of the sponsorship teams forget about the importance of researching who they're going to make the ask to. You know, what's important to that uh, to that donor or to that sponsor is, is just as important as what's important to you and, and what you're looking for. It's more important. <laughs> it's You can't dial out until you know who you're talking to. And that is part of the conversation we'll have in the session about how to go about doing your research, who do you talk to in the firm that you're calling in order to enable you to have the conversation with the correct decision maker. And Judy, I know prospects come from a lot of different areas. Can you talk about some of the, um, some of the areas that you look for that uh, prospecting client? We will talk about strategy. You know, are you interested in selling naming rights? Are you interested in selling presenter? Are you looking at a methodology that uh, is about official suppliers? So once you've defined your strategy for sponsorship, that has an impact on what type of prospects you want to go to because that will define at what level you're interested in them participating. 
Judy Haber is our guest today on FIO on the Air. She's with the Performance Sponsorship Group. And we're talking about our Tuesday, February 25th full-day session on sponsorship. Back in just a minute with FIO on the Air. Festivals and Events Ontario supports a lively, engaged, and dedicated festival and events industry. Purchase your Festivals and Events Ontario membership today and get a team of people working to help you succeed. Here's just a few benefits that membership provides. Promotion, saving money, networking, industry awards, supplier discounts, communications, skills development, and so much more. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. The voice of festivals and events in Ontario. FIO on the air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Welcome back to FIO on the air. Judy Haber is our guest today from the Performance Sponsorship Group. And we're talking about her full day session on sponsorship on Tuesday, February 25th from 9 to 5. Judy, we talked about prospecting and, and not wanting to give away too much, but enticing people enough to, to get their interest. And, you know, we, we can't stress enough about the government grants and the importance of having a good sponsorship base and that's what this session is going to be about correct we're not talking about uh, granting opportunities this is strictly just about sponsorship dollars and how to get them that's correct now the other one of the other key learning outcomes that you've noted on our, our session is packaging strategies can you talk a little bit about what you're what you're going to touch on in, in the session Packaging really comes after you've defined uh, your brand. And again, once you know what you want to be when you grow up, that has an impact on how you package your property and how many sponsors you want to attract. Sometimes less is more. Maybe it's in our interest to attract five players rather than 25 players. So there will be a discussion around clutter and the roles and responsibilities and the costs associated with clutter, and there will be discussion around fewer players and the roles and responsibilities in terms of managing fewer players. And if the objective at the end, both both strategies work, it depends on your resources and capacity to service 25 versus 5 partners. So we will talk about strategy in terms of packaging. Ultimately, it's really going to be about the bottom line and your bottom line and using sponsorship ideally as a way to cover all of your operating costs so that everything above and beyond is fat. Do you get into demographics and, and how to use demographics to uh, enhance your offerings or to get to the different uh, sponsors? Well, yes, uh, but demographics is not the be-all and the end-all. You must know your demographics. Are you serving kids, youth, mothers, fathers, seniors? You need to know, again, you know who you are as a brand and how you want to grow. Uh, but more important is what you are able to do in terms of serving your sponsors. And what I mean by that is, can you be a sales channel for your sponsor? What type of activation can you offer your sponsor, both on-site and pre-event and post-event, 
So what I'm emphasizing here is 5% is about you, your demographics, who you are, where you are, when you are. 95% is about the sponsor. And is that information easy to cultivate? Um, I, I shouldn't say easy because it, it takes work, but it's accessible to, to a sponsorship team looking for that information? Yes, it is. And again, we will talk about how we use a coach, where we find that coach in a company, so that we can confirm what we already know um, about that particular company before we dial out to the ultimate decision maker in the company. The strategy of building a good deck, can you talk a little bit about what you'll be looking for? And, and again, we encourage everybody that's going to the session to bring their sales tools so that we you can have a look at them and discuss the good, the bad, the you know hints to change. Can you talk a little bit more in detail about that? I do encourage everyone to bring their sales documents. They increasingly are are looking like documents when in fact in today's world it really is less is more. We must get into the business of providing uh, the ask on one page which tends to be much more difficult than producing a sales deck of four, six, eight, ten pages. The conversation is going to be what goes on that one page. Now, your, your session um, is described as very interactive. How would one of those sessions uh, go? Can you explain that to some of the people that are wondering whether they should sign up and, uh, and what they're going to get out of it, how the day will go? My hope and what I've done over the past 25 years with public speaking is I engage the audience because the session has to be about the audience and making sure that they get out of it why they came. So it's going to be important to have a conversation with everyone in the room, a brief conversation, to ascertain what their goals and objectives are that day and to engage them in conversation. So to encourage them not to be shy and to ask questions and to talk about what's worked for them and what hasn't worked for them and for all of us to learn from one another, not to just learn from me. And it's not necessarily a protective thing. I mean, you're, you're in a room of, of people that do this for either a living or it's their volunteer role in their festival. And, and it's important to share successes just as much as it is uh, um, failures. Absolutely. We learn more from our failures than we do from our success. And we're going to talk about companies that don't come back. We bring them on and then we lose them. And those conversations are just as important as, as our wins. Judy Haber is our guest on FIO on the Air. She's with the Performance Sponsorship Group. And we'll be hosting a full-day session on sponsorships uh, from beginning to advanced. That's on Tuesday, February 25th in Richmond Hill Letter Conference. Back in just a minute with FIO on the Air. Become a Festivals and Events Ontario member today and join a family of more than 500 members that represent over 1,400 festivals and events in Ontario. Knowledgeable, dedicated, and passionate event organizers and volunteers who can help make your event a success. Membership fees range in price depending on the size of your festival or event. If you're a supplier of goods or services, you can also become a member and get connected with planners across the province. So many benefits, so little cost. Buy your membership today. 
Contact us now, Debbie at festivalsandeventsontario.ca. Welcome back. FIO on the Air continues. Here again is our host, Dave McNeil. Welcome back to FIO on the Air. Judy Haber from the Performance Sponsorship is our guest today and we're talking about her one day session on sponsorship at our conference in Richmond Hill on Tuesday February 25th. Judy walk some people through your the way that you deal with sponsors and the way you interact and build your program. Right well we will have the opportunity to talk about sales call it sales 101 or advanced selling it really is going to be applicable to all people who are required to make sales calls. There is a process, and it's a process I have used for the past 25 years. And it starts, obviously, with prospecting where I look for leads and who should get on my list, ultimately. And then from there, we'll have a conversation about identifying a coach within the list of prospects within the company who can effectively list the hot buttons for me that I need when making my 15-second phone call slash sales pitch to the ultimate decision maker. So we'll talk about prospecting. We'll talk about research and the coach. We're going to talk about the call, the 15-second call we have to get someone's attention. We're going to review what we're going to do in the meeting and not do in the meeting and what is required to make the sale to close the deal. So that process, that seven-step process, I will outline and describe with the group uh, in the session. In the sponsorship ask, do you use other people on your team that if if somebody's got a, a great connection with a potential sponsor, do you bring them in with you or are you encouraging more that it should be a, a one-on-one? If you're fortunate enough to have someone to sell with that you have confidence with, then there's every reason why they should be part of the sales call. You just have to know that they're going to act accordingly and stay within the script. Because once you get the meeting, you're really 90% there. No one will meet with you or wants to meet with you unless they intend to participate. So getting the meeting is the hard work. If you've used a name or a colleague to help you get that meeting and the sponsor is sufficiently excited to see that person, then yes, I would recommend bringing that person to the meeting. Just be clear that there's a script and we need to follow the script so that we don't get off the, off the line that uh, has enabled us to get where we are today. And, and I guess to just wrap things up, the, the last thing you're going to talk about is the closing tactics, because it's not just getting the check and sending a thank you letter. It, it's much more than that. Correct. And the closing really is, it's not, a, we have to stop thinking one-offs. Our intent is to have long-term partnerships. Certainly that's been my experience. So the, there's the closing of the deal, but the relationship never closes. It's ongoing. It's all year. And we'll have a discussion about what is required to keep companies engaged. Are you encouraging people to to do that two and three year ask instead of going back every year um, pitching the same thing? Two and three years is not long enough 
all the work is in bringing the buyer to the table. And if you're selling title or naming rights, you're selling the name of your brand, then I wouldn't do it for any less than five. Now, when I think of naming rights, I'm thinking more of municipalities who have buildings and and structures that can be named. For some of the events that are run uh, by just volunteer groups, naming rights is something that they should be looking at and considering as well? That's right. And when, I, when I'm using the word naming rights, it's really title rights. So if you have a carnival or, or whatever your property might be, I'm talking about branding that particular event with a corporate name. So their name becomes part of the word mark. Okay, Judy, um, again, your session is on uh, sponsorship uh, from beginning to advanced. It's on Tuesday, February 25th, 9 to 5 in Richmond Hill. Uh, a final word uh, from you, and uh, how can people get in touch if they've got more questions? They can certainly email me at jhaber, H-A-B-E-R, at performancesponsorship.com, or they can call you, Dave, or Debbie Mann, and... Uh, I'm sure either one of you can um, forward their call or email, and I'm happy to answer any questions. And for anybody that's looking for more information on our conference and on the session, you can go to fioconference.com. Um, as we get our, our uh, presenters signed up, everything will be uh, appearing on the website, and we're starting to populate that now. So if you're interested in Judy Haber's session, go to fioconference.com. Our 2020 conference information is there and and, and sign up. Uh, you know, we will have limited space for these because we want to have that time to have the the one-on-one and the, uh, and the group work. So, Judy, thank you very much for joining us and we look forward to uh, your session in Richmond Hill. Thank you. I uh, Ditto. I look forward to the same. You've been listening to FEO on the Air. Thanks for listening to FEO on the Air, the voice of festivals and events in Ontario. Festivals and Events Ontario has entered the world of podcasting with FIO on the air. Join us as we sit down and chat with the movers and shakers of the festivals and events community. The goal is to share insight, advice, planning techniques, and overall strategy with you, our FIO members. On the next podcast, would you like us to interview someone specific, cover a particular topic, answer a question? Let us know. FIO on the air wants to give you what you need to succeed. Contact us now, Dave at festivalsandeventsontario.ca.